Welcome to the Storytellers Live podcast, where everyday people share real and personal stories of encounters with God. I'm your host, Robin, and today I am here with everybody. We are all here. So we have our 100th episode, which is today and our third birthday. And so we are here to celebrate and we have everybody from the I know. team. Robin, can you believe that a dream that you had in a bathtub actually turned into this ministry? It's amazing. No. All God, all no, I'll cry. Time. I can't even start. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Robin said, we have some special guests in this room today that we're excited to have with us. Um, before we jump into talking about just all that God has done through the Storytellers Live ministry, uh, the podcast that we have had, the stories that have been told, the sponsors that have come on board that Lindy's going to talk a little bit about in just a second. And then um, just, of course, just all the lives that have been changed as a result. So before we jump into everything and introduce everybody that's here, Lindy, tell us about our wonderful partner, Never Thirst. Well, we're so happy that we have a partnership with Never Thirst. Um, They reached out to us several months ago um, wanting to partner with the podcast. And as y'all have heard, we are excited about their mission, which is to bring clean and living water to unreached people, groups, and communities in Africa and Asia. And what we love about Never Thirst is that they actually get to know the people in the communities. They have hands-on, on-the-ground buy-in before they ever do a project. And so visit their website at neverthirstwater.org storytellers and join us as we partner with them to bring clean and living water to those who do not have it. That's right. We are so thankful for Never Thirst. So before we get into everything, Robin, I want you to just go through and introduce everybody that's in this room with us, because let me tell you, girls, those of you who listen to this podcast, it would not be on the air. It would not have all of the followers it does without all of these women in here. That is so true. So Katie, we got you. We're going to start with me. We've got Katie, um, who y'all, y'all know you hear her voice. You know that she wrote Discover Your Story. And Katie... Katie does all the cleanup work for the writing. I'm like, hey, we need to say something that sounds good. Katie, how do you make it sound good? Um, Well, I'm, you know, I always say it over and over again. I'm so thankful to be here. I was able to share a prayer before we started recording today. And I just get brought to tears every time I think about all God has done through these women in this room. So thank you for letting me be a part. And we have Amanda. Who is right next to me. Yes. And you'll hear a little bit more from Amanda later, but she is our prayer warrior. And so a lot of times we just say, hey, what's God saying? We're we're stuck. We don't know what to do. What's God saying? And um, so Amanda's amazing in that way of telling us the truth. She's the the truth teller (laughs) along along with Sarah Beth. Um, We have Lindy, whose voice you also hear. Podcast sponsor extraordinaire. Mm, mm. (laughs) Lindy brings the fun. We know that. You... You always laugh with her, and and really, Lindy is. She says she's a dra- jack of all trades, but she is really master of nothing. That is not true. <laughs> she is not a master of nothing. She she really helps us keep us organized, and all the she has a lot of behind the scenes work that seriously I could not. I'm not capable of. Lindy is so good at it. We have Sarah Beth next to Lindy. Sarah Beth. Yes. Yes, she is, um, everybody's a master of something, and Sarah Beth is a master of community. So she leads our Vestavia Storytellers team, but she never, ever lets us forget that this is all about you. It's all about listeners. It's all about the one woman in the room, and, and so Sarah Beth is amazing at that. 
We have Dawn. Behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> you know Dawn. You know her voice. And um, Dawn, as you know, is an amazing graphic designer and has made all our things look beautiful. She she really kept us organized. <laughs> Lot, lots of talents, but she, she likes to stay behind the scenes, she says. Um, and then we have Kelly, who has returned. Kelly, Yo, we Kelly, brought everybody. Kelly. You thought you never had to hear me again. <laughs> We brought out all the stops. So you know Kelly's voice. If you're a new listener, you may not know Kelly's voice because she actually started the podcast for us several years ago, and she was the voice of our podcast until January of 2020. And so if you go back and listen to old episodes or if you were a faithful listener for a long, long time, we brought her back to sit with us today. That soothing voice. Yes. Kelly has the most The NPR voice. voice. Well, before we um, get into all that God has done over the n- past 99 episodes, can y'all believe that? That it's it's the 100th episode. I can't believe it. But before we get into all of that, one of the questions that we had, we had posted on social media, if you had questions of us for this 100th episode to ask us. And one of those questions we kept getting over and over again was, how did storytellers actually get started? And so Robin's just going to give us a brief overview of how she turned a dream in a bathtub into a reality. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so there are a few stories back in the beginning where I shared my story on learning how to dream and our whole team shared the story on how storytellers got started. Um, So if you want the full story, you can go back and listen to those very early on. But the short story is that I, I did know that God was calling me to something. I did not know what it was. And one semester, some friends and I did a small group and every week a woman shared her story. And Throughout, and we knew each other, we were friends, and throughout that semester, the power of story, of hearing what our friends, who we knew, what they had gone through, and we weren't aware of what they had gone through, whether it be a loss of a sibling or financial difficulties or, you know, there were just so many things that we were unaware of, and God just moved so powerfully that at the end of that, I knew that there was more to it, and so... For a year, that was 2015, and in 2016, tried several different ways to tell stories and wasn't sure what that looked like, and that's where a lot of the bathtub dreaming came in, <laughs> where God would give me ideas and I'd move on it and did a lot of trying and then trying and testing things out. And then in 2017, that summer, God just made it very, very clear to do this as a small group in my house, that it didn't have to be this big event could just be a small group in my house and so Sarah Beth had been coming to small groups at my house um, before that just different Bible studies we had done together and she was like well I'm all in I'm all in what do you want to do women are going to come and so I know Sarah Beth we talked about you just being just a passion for community what drew you to storytellers well um it wasn't really even that we called it storytellers when Robin and I, I know, we even have a um, name? met at my house and we just sat and prayed and actually bumped into her, which was not um, by chance at the grocery store. And she came over later and we just sat in my living room and we just cried out to the Lord on what this looked like. And he put it all together, but it 100%. started just with prayer. It really did. So we put it on Facebook that we were just going to have a Friday gathering at my house to build community in our area. You know, you see women at the grocery store, you see them at the ball field, you see them at church, and you don't know each other. And so when you hear each other's stories, those walls come down. And so very quickly, we put it on Facebook. And and kind of speaking into that, you know, I had only been in Vestavia for about a year. Mm-hmm. And so there was just a lot of women that I would see in the carpool lines or just out to dinner around town that I really wanted to get to know them and their story. And so um, I just thought, what a perfect way to just branch out. And instead of having just a small group, 
invite all of Birmingham. <laughs> invite everybody. Everybody. I wanted to meet them. I wanted to get to know them. I wanted yeah. to um, put names with faces. And so we put it on Facebook, and within, what, a day, Kelly reached out. And you tell your part. Yeah. So um, my youngest had just started kindergarten, and so I had some free time on my hands, and I was really praying about, you know, what to put into my schedule. I didn't want to just pile things onto my plate. But when I got the email, I think you had emailed out about yeah. the group at your house, um, it definitely caught my attention because I guess a year and a half before that, God had planted a seed. I had gone to a women's conference at Shades Mountain Baptist Church, and they were talking about the importance of people sharing their stories. And so mm-hmm. I had had this idea of women in the community sharing and had journaled about it in all the different areas that I guess women struggle and mm-hmm. um, maybe how they could be encouraged if someone – share their story of how they came out on the other side of it. But I knew I was not supposed to do anything with it. But now I look back and know that God had just planted that seed in my mind so that when I got Robin's email, it would definitely grab my attention. And um, as I said, because my youngest had just started school, I had free time. And so I had just started listening to podcasts. And so many of the podcasts at that time and still are interview driven and so I thought, well, it would be really cool if you had a podcast that was story-driven. Mm-hmm. And um, so I called Robin and left a message, and it was it was totally impulsive. Like, I just left a message, hey, I think maybe this could be a podcast, and we should do this. And then I got off the phone, and I thought, well, that was dumb. Like, I, you know, <laughs> this is supposed to be for the community. Why would we put a podcast mm. out there that has stories that's not for the whole country? I didn't really see the relevance. And then do you want to talk for a second about when you got, when you got my call? Or? Yes. So I had had really, really going back to the bathtub vision Katie was talking about, I had had a real vision of women all over the country doing this, sharing their stories in communities and, and just how the Lord really breaks chains. You know, he truly brings freedom when you share your story and shame disappears. And so I'd had this vision for all over. I certainly had no idea how to do that. All I knew how to do was have a small group in my house. And so when Kelly told me she had this idea to record it in a podcast, I was like, you are kidding. I mean, it made so much sense. And thankfully, I had no idea how to do that. <laughs> and Kelly took neither, the reins. Neither did I. But I think like it started because we really wanted the storyteller to have a recording of her yeah, story and be able to share it with friends and family that were out of town and then it kind of turned into well there were people in our community that couldn't come because they worked and so it was a great way for them to be able to hear the stories and then God just totally blew our minds and took it from there and we realized that it didn't matter where you lived or if you lived in our community these stories were touching people all all over the country and all over the world well and I think it's kind of neat because I had seen Kelly but I didn't know who Kelly was at getting our nails done. And um, I knew we, we recognized each other. And I was like, okay, should I say something? Should I speak? Should I say something? Should I speak? And I did. I just um, introduced myself and we made this connection. And so then I meet with Robin, which we had already met on my couch. And we're kind of talking. And she was like, well, there's this girl. And she's reached out to me about recording everything. And her name's Kelly Brown. And I was like, oh, that name sounds familiar. And lo and behold, it's the girl that I was sitting next to that totally went out on a limb and introduced myself. And so I just thought it was so neat how all the pieces that he, in the very beginning, started connecting. He was already connecting dots. And I think one Mm -hmm. thing that's encouraging is that God taught us you don't always have to have the whole vision. Um, So we didn't really know what he was going to do with the podcast. Mm -hmm. But Robin, you said, yes, I think God's told me that we Mm -hmm. should record it. And so we really started off just obeying that command. Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to take the step, not knowing 
really that it would unfold yeah. into a podcast. And so sometimes you just have to take that first step. Yeah, you're exactly right. Because it was just recorded on SoundCloud. Right. <laughs> like, like, hey, just email this link to your friends. And I think that if you listen on SoundCloud, it stops every time that you stop your phone and you have to start it at the beginning. Like, it was not podcast at the time. So God got the three of you g- girls yeah. together. Where did Amanda and Dawn and Lindy fall in? So within a few weeks' time, well, Dawn had done a book called Second Stories, and we knew about that. It was so similar to Storytellers. And so we had I had been wanting to meet her for about a year, really. And when Sarah Beth and I got together to really pray through Storytellers sitting on her couch, she had a copy of Second Stories in her house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is the girl I'm supposed to yeah. meet. And it, was, it happened to be the season where I had just launched the second book, and – they were praying for graphics, help with graphics, and I think you've heard the story before. And I said, "Well, I'll pray for you that someone can help you do that." And then God spoke to me, you know, and said, "You you are supposed to do that." And so I had just I'd already launched, you know, Instagram page and learned how to do branding and you know all the basics of kind of starting a business. Not that we were a business, but starting yeah, a ministry. Something. And um. And so I just jumped in and was like, okay, Robin, you know, this email that's going out, maybe we should make it a little more formal. <laughs> make it look pretty yeah. and not just from your Let's Gmail make it account. Formal. So we started an Instagram page and we just kind of, like Kelly was just saying, we just took those steps of obedience and started the Instagram page and then started the Facebook page and just kind of slowly started building a logo and a brand and just so that people could recognize it. And about the very same time that Dawn came on board, Amanda came on board. She she just showed up one day for storytellers, and God said, that girl's supposed to be involved. <laughs> so, Amanda, you just showed up at a gathering? Yeah, I did. I actually went – I came to Robbins, which I think was the second – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. The second, yeah. the second uh, meeting, and which, if you know me at all, I have been in ministry for forever, and I don't really show up to a lot of outside right. things because right. I'm already doing a lot of other just ministry things, you know. But a friend invited me, and I remember waking up. It was like I came up from my pillow, and I was like, I have to go to the storytellers. And I know nothing about it other than just a friend invited me. And so I show up, and, I mean, tears rolling down my face. I was so distracted the whole time because I was just looking – at this women at this room full of women just here to simply hear somebody's story that they may know that they may not know but i saw that people were craving just vulnerability connection um and just to hear a good god story because we can all be so encouraged and inspired by what somebody's walked through and you know how god has redeemed so many situations anyways so i came to robin and was like hey I don't know if you need me. I feel like I need you to need me. <laughs> and right. And, uh, and I said, well, that's funny because God made it real clear that you were supposed to be a part of this team. And so, you had already said that. Yeah, that you I wanted to knew. potentially approach yeah. you, Amanda, and yeah, kind yeah. of ask. So, so within weird. seven days, it was a done deal. Well, she asked me to be the graphic. I need oh, a, yeah. and I, and she said, I either need that or I need, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't even know if I know how to turn on a computer. That is not my – and she said, well, I need – and I wish I – what was the exact way you put it? I need a mercy person. Yes. And I started bawling. I was like, I can love people. I'm really good at that. I love people. So yeah. that's kind of how right. I, I started. Well, I know we're so thankful for Kelly, especially starting the podcast, um, because I know there's lots of women out there who 
aren't able to go to a gathering because there's Mm -hmm. not a gathering in your city, but you're able to listen to the podcast. Or maybe you're like me and you're not able to attend a gathering because you work and you're able to listen to the podcast because of that. So one of the big questions that we had was what's one of your favorite stories that you heard over the past three years? What's one of your favorite stories that maybe changed your life or really spoke to you? Do any of you have one of those? First, Lindy, your story was wonderful because (laughs) Lindy shared about going through breast cancer, but it was hilarious because you're always funny. And so it was just neat to have that kind of perspective Mm -hmm. and see the humor in your situation. And it it was just, Mm -hmm. it was encouraging, but also I think we all just left just full of joy. Um, And then I also loved Jessica's story. Uh, She spoke at, what was it, the 280 gathering? Mm -hmm. And uh, about being an army wife, and uh, you'll have to go back and, and find her story. But it was just, I think it, I liked it because it was so different from anything I had ever experienced or any of my friends. And so it was just neat to see God working and making himself so evident in so many different scenarios, so many different people's lives. And so her story, which is one, really entertaining because it was so different, but two, just really powerful. Mm-hmm. Nancy Holcomb. Yeah. Hers really just stands out to me. Again, that's one that was humorous. Yeah. But it's it's showing how God can really take you through the really hard and bring you to a perspective that you can be joyful. And mm-hmm. I think that's really the bottom line of Nancy's story. It just really stands out to me. Yeah. I love the couples nights. Um, just seeing so many people in our community come together to hear stories. Um, that was just really fun to plan and then to see it happen. Because several, a lot of the women had asked for something so they could bring their husbands. And I just loved that. And I'll, I'll tack on real fast because we didn't even, we didn't talk about how Katie and Lindy joined our team, but it was when they shared their stories. Mm. And those are two of my favorites because that's what God does. He brought us in, you know, he brought them into my den and they never left. And it's so great. It's so great. Especially me. <laughs> and they just experienced the ministry from another perspective. You know, they mm-hmm. came to tell their stories, but then they yes, they grew a heart yeah. for the ministry mm-hmm. itself. I have several favorite stories, but just overall what I love and we always we always joke with Robin just just her faith that she's <laughs> always like God's going to bring a story and we're like Robin, we, we, we need a story. He's Robin, like, God, God, God's, God's going to bring it. Robin, we, we've got 10 minutes. He's going to bring it. And you know what? He always does. And yeah. that is what's been incredible. Yeah. yeah. I think another one of my favorite stories is Courtney, um, who shared last, I think January of 2020 is when it was posted. But um, it so sums up storytellers. It's about taking off the mask. Mm-hmm. And she talks about different phases in her life where she had a mask on and God And God just, you know, removed it over and over. And to me, I just, it's such a picture of who we are as storytellers. Okay, and the parenting panels. Oh, yeah. We had several of those. But I think, like, we can all read a parenting book or an article and get different tools and and tips. But when you actually hear stories, you're like, oh, I'm not the only one who's been through that. And so it was so helpful. We did get tools and tips from these moms. But it was also coming from a Mm story-driven perspective. Mm -hmm. And I I just loved, I love those panels. Yes. And I think along those lines, you know, one of the things that, that drew me to storytellers was just, it's like you said, you know, I'm not the only one, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a parent or whether it's a hard marriage or whether, you know, you're struggling in your faith, listening to another woman be vulnerable and be real, you know, not put on the mask Mm -hmm. that you're talking about, Robin, be real. It just gives you a connection with her. And to me, that's where God 
is calling each one of us, especially in today's society, just break down the walls mm-hmm. and be real with one another. And that's where our faith is, is going to grow. And mm-hmm. at least that's what's happened with me. It's hard for me to pick one favorite episode mm-hmm. because yeah. honestly, yeah. I would go on, you know, like I said, I was listening to the podcast before I could actually come to the gatherings. And I would start one and think, I'm not going to have anything in common with this this one because I'm not walking that or, or I haven't experienced, you know, that that loss or whatever. And every single time. God would bring something to the forefront of my mind mm-hmm. of, of learning how to trust him more, learning that he's sovereign. I mean, just always something. Yeah. And so there is such, we say it all the time, but there's such power mm-hmm. in telling your story and knowing that you have a story you can tell. Yeah. Okay, going to a little bit of a lighter note. Um, one of the questions we had was, what's the funniest thing that happened when you recorded a podcast? And that might be something for you, Kelly, to answer or Robin or you know, in the room, did something funny happen? Or did you come through when you're editing the podcast together? You're like, oh, gosh. Well, we did laugh. There was a thingy of bangles. Like, do y'all remember that? Yeah. For like 10 straight episodes, we would get the recording. And the lo and behold, the speaker, the storyteller would have a bunch of bangles on making noise. And I had no clue how to edit that out. We had, I think it was Liz that in the middle of her story, she got so emotional. She just like, I have to stop and blow my nose. And it was just, it was so funny. And I think we left it in the recording because it was it just was real. So I like the lady that I, I don't remember who it was, but she said, is it okay for me to cuss? I, I got permission to cuss. <laughs> and we were like, Hey baby, you be you. Yeah. And there's, there's never a time that we're recording a podcast that I don't forget someone's name. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, whose story we're even talking about right now. <laughs> okay. This isn't about a podcast, but one time we had um, a lady and her husband came with her and it was the sweetest moment, but we all on the storyteller's team just kind of did not know what to do because we don't have men that come. <laughs> and he sat in the back of the room, and it was really, really sweet because he was there to support her and hear her story. But um, when he walked in, we we were like, "Is there a repair? Is there a repair? Yeah, there's a man. Is is there a repair guy here or something broken?" Anyway, it was a it was a it's a fun memory. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Uh, well, one thing um, that we did want to, to talk a little bit about is just, you know, Sweet Dawn, who has rejoined the podcast yeah. for today for this 100th episode. I know you guys, like we said, have remember her sweet voice. She always brings us back to the, the good feels of each story yeah. <laughs> um, in our discussions. And she, like we've already said, that she's just our beautiful graphic designer that has also, she also designed um, Discover Your Story. For those of you who have uh, bought the, the Bible study that we've done, she laid that out beautifully. But one of the things that um, that I wanted her to really speak into is Dawn has taken a little bit of a step back from the ministry and from the podcast because God's been speaking to her in a different way. And I wanted her to share a little bit of her story um, today of, of kind of what God has done over the past couple of months in her life. Yeah, I think it's, you know, being the feeler that I always talk about, you know, being and just in the, living in this pandemic and with all the political strife going on and just, you know, everything that's going on in our world today, I think us feelers really feel it the most. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I've had a lot of things in my backpack, as I w- always reference. So I have had to make the hard decision to simplify. And God just keeps put had been putting that word in my mind for a while, which Robin knows. And I was like, I couldn't pinpoint what is God telling me? And I think it was honestly me pushing back, not wanting to be obedient in that area. Because I wanted to stay with the ministry. This season, God has called me to just simplify, be um, be there for my family, mm-hmm. mo- mostly. Um, and that goes for my family, my immediate family, and also just family in my neighborhood. If I walk into 
the grocery store or I'm walking down the street to be able to just take the time to just sit and listen to others. Um, I, I have like a little part of me that's always wanted to be a counselor. And I think this is where God's using that. He's saying, you don't need the degree. Just sit and listen to people. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's where I am in the season. And in order to sit and listen, I have to be quiet and be still. Me sitting in front of the computer all day, every day is not what I need to be doing this season. But I am still here and um, <laughs> I may be back, but you know, and I still do assist and help and, yes. you know, yes. in the background. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> right, yeah, we are on a text change. Um, we're like, we can't be kicked off the team officially. Once you're in, you're in, right? And it's like a, it's like a sorority. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So there's still we have we have like six text chains at this point. We have the big storytellers that nobody leaves. Right. And then it's like, hey, we got to get work done. I'm pretty sure that Dawn and Kelly don't care about that. So we're gonna you know talk about this separate. But yeah, we we can't get rid of our big text chain. Well, I know that. I mean, I know that listeners are thankful for you yeah. for the just the um, direction that you would take our discussions. Which I know that we all miss you um, there, but we know that you're doing what God has called you to do. And um, and hey, I admire you because it's hard to do what God is calling you to do when you're like, I don't, but I don't want to, you know. And I think it's a, it's a matter of giving yourself permission to rest, yeah. mm-hmm. and we all need to do that and from time to yes. time. And Dawn is queen of loving her neighbors well. Yeah. I mean, we, we're always like, you got another phone call from someone. Somebody else is coming to you. Yeah. Well, it's because Dawn has such a gift of connection. Yeah. You naturally connect with people and you have a genuine concern for others. Mm-hmm. And that's, yes. I mean, that's God given. It yeah. truly is. Yeah. So. Well, it, it's funny because, you know, that kind of jumps us into one of the questions that we got that wasn't really even related to the podcast or the stories, but she just said, you know, I, I want to know how do you refocus when you need to and how do you stay positive, I guess, in, in what we're in right now. It was just a general question for any of you girls to answer. So, Well, I don't know if this really answers her question, but every single storyteller, every time when we talk to them or get feedback from them, they always say that as they prepared, when they were looking back over their life, that they could just see and almost had forgotten some of the things. It, it'll be they they found an old journal and they couldn't believe how God had answered that prayer. They just look back um, and you can just see his sovereign hand over everything. And so there's a verse in Psalms that just talks about how you look back to remember. And when you look back to remember all that he's done, um, he just gives you such reason to celebrate and almost brings your joy back. Um, Your situation may not change and you still may be walking through some hard, but it just will shift your focus. And so I don't know if that really answers what she was saying, but as a storyteller team, we've just found that with our storytellers, um, so much of them looking back and remembering. I think another way that we would help refocus, um, Robin has been such a good leader for the team. And so she made sure that we would set aside time to evaluate, you know, what what we were doing, what was working, maybe what we could improve on. Um, when cities started approaching us and asking, you know, if they could start, she made sure we didn't get too in over our heads that we, she just made sure we did that prayerfully and did it in God's timing and not rush into it. Because, um, of course, we were all excited. Um, we took a like a retreat to the lake just to pray. We had a whiteboard. She had this big whiteboard, and we wrote ideas. And, and I remember at, at that point, we were trying to really refocus our mission. So I think through Robin's leading, we just had different times where we would just pray, evaluate, celebrate, and see what God was moving us to do for the future. And I would say I think we have – I think God, you know, on 
on purpose put the people on this team that he did because we do have we have like some dreamers of the future and then we have the like remembers you know Mm -hmm. and I think it's such a great balance and I think when we're in a room and we're you know discerning moments we're dreaming big about the future and we're discerning you know you know what's next what do we do next what what do we do in this moment I think we most of the time we just stop and pray and I'm a big believer that the more you talk to God the louder his voice gets Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times we've just we're kind of going around the room okay what what about this what what about this idea what do you think of this and Robin or you know just one of us will say hey let's just you know what let's just ask Jesus what he thinks so we will just stop you know cold turkey whatever we're talking about and just give it to the Lord and and man he always 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 answers our prayers he always shows up and I think it's built so much faith you know in our team that no matter if we get stuck or no matter if you know, oh, we don't have a storyteller for tomorrow or, you know, whatever. It's like, man, he's always, always, always going to come through. He always does. So I think something we've all learned during the quarantine is you have to learn how to pivot (laughs) and adjust. And I think what I realized today for the first time, Robin, when you were talking about how storytellers started, we always think of it starting that fall at your house and almost like, oh, it's an instant success. But when you go back and share how it all began, like you really had to adjust and you tried different things. And so for that woman out there who has a dream that God's given her mm-hmm. and she's maybe feeling discouraged or something's not working, just know that it doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing. Sometimes God wants to walk you through these different paths before it really takes off. And so your story really is one of perseverance. When you say that, it reminded me at that time where I was trying different things, I had a friend that kept telling me over and over, God is saying, this is your season of best practices. And it has never left me. You're just practicing. Like, just keep practicing. Just keep trying. Some things are going to work. Some things don't. It is a season of best practices. And that that never leaves me. I mean, that has very much flowed into right now in in the season of quarantine of... (laughs) Everything we do at Storytellers has had to pivot. <laughs> I, I have the vision in my head of Dory swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I just had that in my head. Um, one quick question to, to wrap up, and this is really honestly one of mine, but I'm curious as to how your faith has grown because of the Storytellers ministry, like what you've seen happen over the years. What's something, you know, that, that God has taught you through the ministry or what, you, what you've seen happen that has really encouraged you or grown your faith? Well, I would say from from just my background, I, I kind of grew up in a conservative kind of one path mindset, and and storytellers, I love it because it's 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 people from all different backgrounds, and we say our tagline, "Your story matters," and everyone has a story, and it's so true because the Lord has just worked so differently in so many lives, but He is still the Lord, and just seeing just His realness in in everyone, no matter no matter who that is. Does that make sense? Yeah, I thought I was going to cry at the beginning. (laughs) I couldn't even get through Katie's question. So, I mean, there's a million things that I really would cry, so I can't even get into it. But I think the one that stands out the most is just the response from you, the listeners. Mm -hmm. The feedback we get Mm -hmm. from listeners, from people that come to our live gatherings, from the storytellers themselves of how God speaks to you and how you learn to hear his voice in a way that has never happened before. I mean, that's what it's all about. Um, I think just from from Robin and I sitting on my couch to one day we're in a big meeting a couple of years later and Kelly's like, do y'all know that this is listened to in other countries? 
And I think I about fell out of the chair. And um, just on a personal level, I um, shared my story. And it took me years to listen to it. And um, I didn't listen to it for a long time. I don't really know why. I think I just didn't want to hear my voice. <laughs> and now here I am on recording a podcast. But um, I listened to it years later. And it was kind of randomly in, in my car. And I think I was listening to another story. And then uh, somehow mine came on. And um, my faith grew just because that was not me speaking. Um, that was the Lord speaking through me. And um, that is what we encourage other women to do. And when they're scared to death, but they have the most amazing story of what the Lord has done, but they don't want to speak because maybe they don't want to hear their voice like me. Um, it's like the Lord shows up. And so I was blown away because the girl that I was listening to in my car was me, but it wasn't. It was him. The I wish everybody could hear the stories after the storyteller speaks. You know, the, the storyteller shares her amazing story and then... God shows up then, but then he does not stop. He, um, he brings women to them that say, Hey, I've gone through that. I've never shared my story. You know, I would love to just sit and talk with you or, or God shows, does a miracle in the actual storyteller's life where they're still, cause you know, even though we're sharing our story, we're still broken humans that are, um, still walking out our story. So it's not like any of us have it all together already and just breakthroughs and, and, chains lifted and so friends if I could just encourage you with with anything share your story with somebody even if it's not in a setting like this don't live your life quiet you know Mm -hmm. let somebody hear it let somebody help you you'd be really surprised at um, what other women have walked through and and how God wants to to use your story in a powerful powerful way and when when you say story just want to remind you all that it's not just it gets a little overwhelming to think of well I don't want to share my whole story your story is made up of so many different chapters yeah and so even sharing a single struggle with someone can make a difference in not only your life but their life I read one time that it, that your story could be the spiritual weapon in somebody else's arsenal bag of just mm-hmm. like being able to to know that um, that somebody else has walked that and you know just just even with sharing my story of you know bringing my son home from college and you know there's a lot of people who who don't walk you know we have this path that that we think our children should even have and and by bringing him home that I didn't think that was that big of a deal of telling the story, but so many women mm-hmm. and men contacted me and my husband about that. And, and just, you know, there's shame in it and just freeing them from the bondage of that shame. And just, that was just a little, I don't even think that was a chapter of the story. <laughs> it was just like a couple of pages that changed so many people's walk and how, you know, they viewed God's story for their child's life, you know, mm-hmm. as well. So there's so much freedom in sharing. Yeah. And on that note, um, if any of you are interested in sharing your story, you know, we're at a different season right now where live gatherings are really still trying to figure out the best way to do that safely. And do they happen at all? And so for the first time ever, we have been using submitted stories. We've had women that have come to us wanting to share their story that's not in one of our communities. And so we're really excited about that moving forward. We put a place on our website. There is a button um, where you can submit your story and you can go through the process and then we will read through them and pray through them and see what God wants to do. And um, we may reach out. So if that's something you're interested in and, and seeing how God uses your story, we would love for you to do that. So happy 100th episode. <laughs>
Katie, thanks for leading this. And thanks to the whole team for gathering back together. We're excited. As Katie mentioned, it's also our third birthday. And guess what? We're asking for gifts. <laughs> okay, so we want you to give us a gift. And you can give us the gift of, number one, subscribing to our podcast. Mm -hmm. If you have not subscribed, click on the little purple podcast app link and um, hit subscribe. Also share it with a friend. We're continually amazed at the people that don't know about Storytellers Live podcast. So do us a favor and share it with a friend today. Also, we are a 501c3 ministry and we purposefully don't ask for donations because we know that the that God provides in other ways. But if you would consider donating to our ministry just as a happy birthday, we sure would appreciate it. Or purchase our content. Discover Your Stories, our new Bible study series, and it is available online for $15. And by purchasing this book, you support Storytellers Live. Thanks for listening, and we hope that you enjoy these outtakes as much as we had fun making them. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. You know, this is a story that, God dang it, a partner really personally challenging. I hate that line. Um, <laughs> really great. Without us laughing. But I breathe. Okay. So remember, Tammy, how we said to start at 4.30? We need you to start at 5.50. <laughs> I know, I know. Yes!